Hey, what's going on? This is the Velvet Kitty Pablo. We're here today. Guys, it's your boy Pablo. What's up? This is Sadie. Sadie, you know, just another week after Valentine's Day. How how was yours, Pablo? How was oh, yours? Oh man. It was it was alright. It was good. It was good. I did a I did something different this time. I <laughs> yeah, you go to you know, went to the bar, you know. And uh you know, <laughs> I spent my Valentine's Day uh, at the bar. You know, just try to try to get some Valentine's Day magic. You know, try yeah. to. How was that magic? Did you get that magic? <laughs> no, there was nobody there. There's no, no females at the bar. Nobody at the bar. And you know bar? what? The funny thing is, like, I tried. Like, I went to this. Uh, you know, I kind of had it planned out. I went to I went to this ho- this restaurant by it's connected to a hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, try to try to cash in on some you know some traveling. You know, oh, so you traveling. were prepared. You were prepared. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying. I was trying to. I was trying to do something there, but uh, I had nothing. So you know, I just ended up doing what any other lonely person do does on Valentine's Day: just drink, just drink yourself. Drink yourself to, to bed. <laughs> yeah, to just drink, <laughs> just drink yourself to sleep. Being wild and at the bars, yeah, on the tables, feeling lonely. Yep, I was filling my tears, filling with my cup. With tears. You said nobody loneliness. was there though. It was empty. Just nothing. No, there was just dudes. Just dudes. Just dudes. Dang. Females yeah. staying inside. It's all about that that interaction on the internet nowadays, you know. But Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, how was yours? How was yours? How's that? How how's it working? Like since you guys, since you know you're you're married now, you're in a serious relationship. Married. I you guys, know. you guys go out. You guys go out on Valentine's Day. You no, know. No, honestly, our our anniversary <laughs> is coming up. One year anniversary of being married. So we decided to celebrate on that day. You know, I feel like that's more important than Valentine's Day. Yeah. Our, I mean, our anniversary is going to come up every year, but you know, Valentine's Day. I feel I don't know. Everybody's doing stuff, getting presents, so it's kind of like we we'll just take our time. You know, wait another two weeks, go do stuff when yeah. people aren't doing stuff. It's a random day, you know. Nobody's out. Yeah, wait till at the... David Buster's on a date. It's all packed. Yeah. No, thank you. Wait till the prices finally come down to reasonable price. Seriously, <laughs> get some chocolate that's actually on sale, not the fake sales that they have. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like Valentine's Day is more about like young couples or like people dating. Like I feel like that's what it's about. I feel like it's more I don't know. I feel like people who are in serious relationships, they're the ones who don't celebrate that or are married. I mean, I feel like I don't know cuz you know, honestly, I went to Fry's on Valentine's Day and it was packed with just older men buying their you know women flowers and chocolates you know, the same day, you know, those procrastinators that got the last of it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's just like them them older men, you know, they were buying the flowers. You know, you got to at least acknowledge for the older couples yeah. some flowers or some chocolates. Nothing big though. You know, you don't go on those extravagant dinner dates where the buy, guys buying you filet mignon, you know. It's just simple. Just yeah. some flowers and some chocolates. Yeah, I feel I mean, I feel like you have to acknowledge it at, at somewhat, you know. Yeah, because if yeah, because if I mean, because I mean, it, it's look, it's it, look. Let's let's be honest here. What it, what it, it's about? It's a it's a holiday for women. That's what it's about. Look, guys don't give a shit about Valentine's Day. Yeah, it, it's more of a women's thing. So they ha- you have to acknowledge it. <laughs> At the very least, you have to acknowledge it, even if you aren't gonna do anything. <laughs> have to I acknowledge mean, it i yeah honestly i was gonna say even girls who are like you know no don't give me nothing or oh, yeah. don't do this you know you still you still it's nice for someone to be like hey happy valentine's day 
I got you some flowers, you know, something, something simple just to say that they appreciate you, that you're important. Yeah. Girls love being told how they're important, oh, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. No, and even, it doesn't even matter, like, you know, even the, even chicks you're just messing around with, even, even chicks you're just messing around with even want something. They want to, they want they want that recognition. They want that fucking status. That's what it's all about. That's yeah. what it's all about. That's that's honestly what it is, you know, and that's that's what's crazy in dating is, you know, okay, so my one of my movies that I love so much is called Holiday and um it's with uh Emma Roberts and you know, she goes on these dates with this guy and it's only on holidays. You know, she's he's a holiday, they're nothing serious, they only talk when they're getting together. Um and you know, he, in the beginning of the movie, he goes on this date with this girl and it's Christmas and he's like, oh, you know, I, I came with you just because I had nothing to do and yeah, I'll meet your parents. And the whole time she's like, you wouldn't have been here if you didn't like me, you know, like making it more than it is. And he didn't, he doesn't get her a present and she's like pissed. And he's like, I thought we talked about not getting presents. And he's like, this is what I'm talking about. Women, a holiday comes around and you guys go nuts. You're crazy. You yeah. know, like you expect something oh yeah it's true i mean it is true i remember one time during valentine's day i was messing around with two two ladies at the same time of course look but it wasn't serious and i kind of was in the same boat with that guy and and i I don't i don't think i've seen that movie but well you know what if you want to mess around with two girls you buy in two presents apparently yeah apparently that's what it is well i just told them i was sick wow (laughs) What a what a cop out! What a way to get out of something. Yeah, I'm not feeling good. I'd have been like, All right, bitch, I'll see you tomorrow. Better have my Valentine's Day gift on the fifteenth. No, see exactly. Thank you. No, yeah, exactly. So you say I'm sick. I can't take you out, and then you get them the half price gift. <laughs> Bro, and, and nowadays, all right, I went to Valent- I went to Valentine, I went to Target, and Valentine's Day was done. It was already Easter, the day of Valentine's. So good luck with that. There's no more sales anymore. People are running low on on all their oh, products. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, this year I, I didn't take that road. I didn't have anybody. <laughs> That's why I was at the bar trying to get trying to score on a. You know, and that's really funny that you say the bar, you know, was was empty. There, I, online dating has become like a big thing. You know, it's it's no, it it has the, the whole the whole dating scene has completely changed, and I would say even you know even after COVID, it's it's really changed a lot with how people people interact with each other. Um, I. I <laughs> I tried Tinder, so I mean, I I tried it. I try to get back online. I try to, you know, try to try just you know throw myself out there, you know, because I hadn't. Um, I I stopped it, you know. I I stopped. I stopped being online on Tinder um, right before COVID. Yeah, it was like right in. I think it was right in the middle of it. I think it was because it was that. I was talking to that psycho chick. Oh, that's a whole nother, that's all yeah, that's yeah. a that's a whole nother story, but um yeah, so I you know, I decided to get back out there and uh so I got on Tinder and it just was really weird with how people interact on there now. It's 
it's not the same. You know, I honestly heard too that people don't want to meet. You know, before dating, I always heard the ghosting. The people don't really want to meet. They like kind of just want to text. They want a texting buddy and all that. Um, and I, I, you know, I heard a lot about that, and it's it's crazy because now I hear that it's even more worse. Like people don't want to meet at all. Some people are okay with just like FaceTiming or just like you know talking on the phone, and it's crazy to me because before it was like easy to catfish and now it's it must be much easier with people not wanting to actually go on dates well yeah i think they're they're fine with that they're fine with that yeah i think it's kind of shifted where i feel like it was easier to like usually when you got on tinder you know your whole point was you know you you banter you, you bounce off you know try to get that vibe going and then boom ask them out right. go out you go out go out to a bar whatever whatever now it's like more of the other way or it's, I don't know if it's the other way around. It's just a lot harder. Like like you said, it's it's a constant ask about questions. And it's like now it's, unfortunately, I think with all the stuff going on, it's become more political where it's like they want somebody like, you know, the whole jab, you know, getting getting vaxxed, anti-vax, vax, mass, no mass. It, it's kind of seeped into that. And it's like, oh, are you COVID positive? And, have you, you know, been COVID have positive? Have you been COVID positive? Do you have the antibodies? Yeah, it's like, like get it. Do you have lung problems? Yeah, I mean, I've heard about you know people saying show up with your credit score to dates. I can't imagine now like, hey, bring your vaccination card. I I need to make sure. And then nobody wants to go in public, and no nobody wants to invite a stranger over to their house because yeah. you know we can't avoid the the real issue. There are fucking crazies out there. So it's, I mean, yeah, no, it is true. I mean, I I get that that there's crazies out there and all that, but. I just, it's like, how are, how are you supposed to meet people at this point then? Because. That's what I'm saying. You, no. I mean, honestly, Twitter, Twitter is a big world for dating, um, especially in the EDM community, right? So I follow the EDM community um, and a lot of people nowadays, they meet at these festivals, these shows, you know, I used to call them massives years ago when I used to attend a lot of them, but um, you know, people, they, they meet each other on Twitter through EDM community, they talk and then they meet up at a, at a festival and then, you know, they hang out outside of the festival. They get to know each other. And these are actually long distance relationships. And I feel like these are a lot more common now because of the circumstances we have, like people don't want to go out in public. So why even date someone who's down the street? Cause you don't even really want to go anywhere with them, you know? Well, so wait, wait, like, wait, 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 what's the, what do you mean? Like the Twitter dating? Like, what do you mean? Twitter dating, you know, like it's, it's people, you know, obviously you have your, your profile, just like Facebook, just like Tinder, you know, you can go on there, yeah. post pictures, talk about what you're tweeting. And, and a lot of people, they get dressed up to go to festivals, you know, all these beautiful women look very beautiful going out in public and dancing. And that's like their club, you know, nobody wants to go to the club anymore because it's, you know, COVID COVID has changed a lot. So on Twitter, you know, they follow a bunch of people, you meet people at festivals, you follow them on Twitter, and, you know, if you see a hot girl, you kind of want to get her number, you know, the whole exchanging your Twitter or your Snapchat, that's kind of the big thing for younger people nowadays, so Fuck's they exchange their Twitters, <laughs> the numbers, Snapchat, social medias, all of that, and they meet up at shows, and I've seen a couple people, you know, or these couples that actually fly out to each other spend weekends together take vacations together i don't know how they're affording it bro because i look at these pictures and i'm like damn how i can't even afford yeah. to fucking do anything yeah like wait, wait. 
That's crazy. So you're so like people are it's it, so it's like Instagram and like you said Facebook. So you're just kind of like so so you like slide into the DMs pretty much. Pretty much. You're slide. I mean, yeah. Slide, slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs, or you know, let them know at the festival. Talk to them on Twitter, and then oh, so you like they meet up. They're like, oh, I'm going to this festival. You know, yeah. I mean, a lot of way. a lot of people do that on Twitter. If, if they're going to a so festival, weird. they post it in their name. They let them know, you know, where they're going to be at talk to people on there oh are you going you know a lot of conversation going on on social media so then they meet up at that's the... some like next level shit to like because they can't be all in the same area right like they're not in this they don't live in the same city I mean, some of them do some of them don't you know some people meet where they're like you know an hour away from their city or whatever and yeah some people may like meet across country somebody lives in california i know a couple one, the dude lives in California, the girl lives in New York, you know, they yeah. make it work because they take trips out to see each other, you know, every month or so. And well, I mean, it, it works for it, some people. It works. I, see, I don't know. I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could do that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, before, I don't know. Before long distance relationships were like semi frowned upon, people would be like, oh, no, nah, I can't do that. But nowadays with COVID being stuck inside, not being able to do anything like people are people are actually taking a run for it. They're like, oh, yeah, you live in California. Sure. I'll fly out every, you know, once a month to come see you. But it's like, I don't know. Is that a relationship? Because I mean, I, well, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like a real relationship, though. I don't know. I've kind of because the lack of the physical touch. Or... I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's just what it is. I just feel like. I don't know. You're, you're. I guess you can, right? If you, you know, you're constantly calling each other. I guess there's FaceTime, you know. So you Texting, just FaceTime, you know? text. I mean, that's what you normally do if, you know, when you're young, you meet a girl and you, you know, see her maybe three times a week or whatever. Especially if you guys are busy, school, careers, whatever. Um, so you know, I. You see them less in long distance, but it's like the same concept. You're texting and talking all day, so it's it's pretty much the same thing. Just yeah. less of the physical activity, which some people are okay with. Yeah, I, I guess you just have to be okay with that. I, I just, I'm not the best texter. I can't, I can't keep up for shit, so I don't know. That would never work for me. I know. I can't. <laughs> I, I forget to text. I have unread texts right now that I haven't got to that probably should respond to, so I... I don't know, like, the, it's, yeah, it's like that physical thing. I guess I would need them to be here. Cause I, it's a lot of work. And I mean, uh, eventually, yeah. I've seen a few of these couples, eventually they move in together. You know, like, one takes the big leap and moves to another state. And that's kind of really popular right now because people want to get out and explore. Just like the whole thing, less people are having kids, you know. So it's like part of that. It's you know, dating for fun. A lot of these people that are raving and partying and doing festivals and oh, all just these millennials. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> millennials. I mean, I am one. So, yeah, but, so am I. <laughs> you know, fucking entrepreneurs and doing their own thing. Living it's, out of vans. Living out of vans. That's exactly. what they're all doing. That's Bro, I debate it sometimes. I'm like, if I buy a school bus, I could probably turn that into an entire home for my family. Like, just pay for gas. Yeah, as much as I like to give shit about hipsters, I can't. I, I feel like it's. I feel like every. I don't know. I feel like every person our age has thought about it. At, at some point or another, you're working that shitty ass nine to five, and you just for a split second think, 
fuck, maybe a van life is... Bro. Maybe they're maybe they're onto something with that. I know. I'm like, we could go, we could just sleep in the van and then spend all day at like a fucking lake or some shit, you know? Like, yeah. oh, you know, and park then, it up while we're at work. Yeah, go, yeah. go to go to the Bonnaroo Festival and just live out of your van right there at the campground. Exactly. I mean, I have kids, so it's a lot harder for yeah. me said than done, you know. But I could do if it. I was if I was a single or even had you know my husband with me and it was just us, I I honestly think I would do it. I'd be like, fuck yeah, they make those tiny homes look dope as hell. No, they do. They, they do. do. Can't even lie. They put some work into it. Yeah, I'm like, damn, that actually. That's so, why so I'm like, damn, maybe it's not so bad. You know, you just you, you flip if you know you flip a flip a bus and boom, you got it. Boom, now you got instant wheels. Got a home on wheels. Yeah. You could be like, oh, it's Friday. I just got off work. Look at that. I'm going to take my home to California and sit at the beach. You know, like yeah. you can do that. You have the access to that, and it's kind of fun. You know, it sounds fun. Sounds living, living in the, See, in the hey, there, there you go. There, you could, you could do a long distance relationship with that. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess you could kind of make, you could do a long distance relationship that way. Just, I'm going to hop in my van. I'll go drive and see you. Right. Sounds a little creepy. Hop in my van. Have you ever done a long distance relationship? I mean, to be honest, I would, I want to say, yeah, but you know, those long distance relationships never went anywhere. They only lasted a couple months and I, I knew they weren't serious, you know, like I knew that I wasn't ready to take a step to move out of state or they were going to come to me, you know, what about you? Uh, no, I mean, I've had, I've, I've had some awkward, like I've had, I've been with some, uh, with some chicas that were, you know, that it could have gone that way. I think that's what they wanted, but it's like the same thing. Like I couldn't, I couldn't, th- <laughs> I couldn't commit to it. I just, I couldn't. You know, and I think that's just, for me, I guess that's just where I have to kind of realize that I just can't do long distance. Because I just don't know if I could be willing to travel, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what, though? But I've had well, yeah, cars. why not travel, though? You know, that's fun. You're you're young and single and you don't have any responsibilities such as a wife or kids. And why not travel? Get out, see the world while you can. You know what it was? You know, it it was, I always had a shitty piece of car. I had a shitty car. I always had a shitty piece of shit car. And these cars could not do, do distance. I remember one time, I, I, you know what though? I tried one time. I did try because there was this one chick. She lived in, um, what was it? It was in Flagstaff. It was Prescott or something. Probably. I, and I tried it. And you know, I tried and went out. It's it, So if you don't live with, you know, if you're not from Arizona, it's about a good what hour, hour and a half drive. That's about two hours. Two hours to the city. Yeah, two hour drive. And I, I did it once, and you know what's funny? As soon as I came back, my car overheated, and <laughs> I, I <laughs> was... feel that. I dated, I dated this dude back in Tucson a few, a while back. You know, a while, while back, yeah. and. uh I was young and I had, you know, this Jeep and I would get flat tires every time I went out there. And I was like, bro, like I can't afford to be replacing my tires, <laughs> fucking it sitting there for up. two hours waiting for the tow guy. <laughs> you know, this is before a, you know, AAA would show up in like fucking 30 minutes. This is oh, when yeah. you had to actually wait for like some tow truck that they dispatched to come get you. Oh yeah. And they would just give you an estimate. It wasn't like, oh, we'll be here right, you know, in yeah. this time. Well, it's, uh, well, we have one in the area. We'll show up around like two to four or something exactly. like that. And I remember I went out there one time, I went out there and I drove out there, right? It takes about two hours to get where he was at 
and I had just gotten off work. It was like 4 p.m. It takes two hours, so I drove out there, broke down. And I was like, it was like a quick trip where I was going to go out there, spend like six hours with him, come back, be home by like two in the morning. You yeah. know, I was like, I could pull that. I didn't get home until 6 a.m. the next morning because of that damn fucking flat tire. I waited almost three and a half hours for that tow truck to come. <laughs> and I was already mostly there. So I was like, fuck it. You know, like there's nothing I could do at this point. I yeah. had to wait. I wasn't going to go back to Phoenix when I was already in Tucson. So I was like, fuck. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> you have a shitty piece. It's like with, with long distance, you kind of have to have a reliable transportation. Or, I mean, if it was like that one that one couple you just said that met on Twitter, it was like New York and California. I mean, I guess you could just, as long as you have money to fly, which that definitely wouldn't have happened with me. I can't, I can't barely afford a plane. I mean, plane. yeah, I know. Plane tickets are expensive. But I see a lot of people on the internet doing hacks, you know, like this is how you get cheaper flights. And, you know, if you book it, I guess if you change dates sometimes, yeah. sometimes the flights come out so you get, you know, a refund, which I did that. Me and my husband took a trip to Texas and uh, we decided to leave you know a day earlier than what we want than we originally planned and because it was like a weekday it was like a wednesday rather than a friday it was it was cheaper and i got money back so that was pretty cool but you know i don't do that on a normal basis i don't have time to you know look for that type of stuff because i don't even like taking trips very often yeah but couldn't do i couldn't i couldn't tucson was rough yeah oh yeah tucson's rough i you know i'm i you, I, I was remember. I remember reading too about like during COVID or yeah, during all this whole COVID shit of how people were meeting people online or whatever, and then they were moving in right away. Yeah. During like the, I guess the quarantine and the lockdowns and all that. Yeah. They were moving in together after like just meeting each other on like what three dates. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think that's? I mean, honestly, for me, well, you, you basically, you're my best friend. So, you know, like me and my husband, we met on Tinder. We sure did. Yeah. Um, and you know, we, we moved in after six months. It's a success story right there. She's one of the few people where it actually, you didn't just meet hookups. Bro, it was, it was right. I know I was so done at that point too. I was like, "Mm," I had deleted Tinder and then he hit me up on Snapchat and he was like sending me pictures and I was like, Oh, he's cute. He's real cute. So we started talking and you know, with the whole COVID thing too, it's so easy access to the internet. You know, we were both talking to multiple people outside of state. And so it was like, it was a really big adjustment because it wasn't like how you originally used to date it. You know, the traditional way of dating, you go on these dates. Like me and my husband met at the beginning of COVID. So everything was closing down. So we had to meet like, you know, I met him at his place, which was really scary for me because I'm a woman and you never know walking into a man's house, he could end up murdering you. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because it's like, that's like what you, I mean, it's not funny, but it's like, yeah, you kind of, it's like, you're playing it's, Russian roulette out there. You really are. You know, you're you're, you're taking a risk. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you can't tell, you know? Like, no. you can't. No. We've all seen American Psycho. Yep, it's like 50-50. Oh, he might be the rapist. He might not be. Bro, right? CEO, be careful. You might want to bring a knife with you. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, but it's like some of those... Uh, it's like they, they took it a whole step further and they just moved in right away. And people were, I guess, like they were... I guess learning about each other while they were in lockdown because, you know, you're just cooped up with somebody. Yeah. I guess you kind of force each other to 
You want to bring out the ugly faster too, you know, because you're living with this person. You got to oh, adjust yeah. to their lifestyle, how you know everything. You're you're throwing yeah. all their flaws at once, so yeah. you really get to know a person when you're living with them, yeah. and that'll you know that'll tear a relationship apart if you don't have a good foundation. Yeah, no, and it's funny because like some of the some older it's it's like a lot of married people too a lot of marriages ended too with the whole lockdown and everything like that <laughs> i know i was working in realty realty real estate real, yeah, estate real estate real estate you know <laughs> i was sorry i was, was considered a broker you know i was trying to get people to save their houses and stuff and you have no idea how many men and women, you know, my ex-wife, we're fucking getting a divorce, this bitch, or my husband did this. And I'm like, dang, you know, it was a lot of a lot of married couples that were fighting about losing their houses. But, you know, when you lose your job and you topple that on, on top of losing your house and, and then you're COVID, stuck and you're stuck together and it's a lot of stress and pressure, that'll, that'll break people. Yes. That really will. Yeah, it's like a lot, a lot, boy, a lot of resentment, a lot of resentment there yeah you know like and people fight people get in fights and when you're angry and mad and you're literally hanging from a string with no way out like you you can say some shit you can you can break a marriage pretty quick i just think it's funny too how it's like all of a sudden they were fine up until they had to like they were forced to spend time together yeah it's like holy shit fuck this person We've been married for like 10 years, but God, it's like, when do we have to spend this much time together? Right. Can't <laughs> escape to work. I know. I, I look forward, you know, I'm a stay at home mom now and I, I'm like, dang, I really look forward to just going to work. Like I want to work. And I know my husband too. He tells me like, it's, it's a quiet break because we have children in the house and they're loud and running and, you know, being thrown in together could be a lot. We just had a new baby. We were together for six weeks, and the six weeks went great, you know, like, very helpful. We didn't really fight. We spent a lot of time together, um, and it, it was good. But, you know, after that that while, you need to go back. You need to get out. You need to have your hobbies. Like, yeah, no, you, still you need to have that. a life. Yes, <laughs> which I feel becomes a lot harder once you have a lot of kids. But, you, yeah. yeah. Once you have kids. Once you have kids, I think, like, yeah, it's... It's extremely hard. It's really hard. Like, I, I have no time for myself. Like, me giving up the free time that I have so my husband is able to, you know, get his his mental health while while we go through the struggle until I can, you know, finish school and get a really good job where we're both like, okay, now we can take a week vacation. Yeah. Because COVID, COVID was awful. COVID just... Yeah. I thrived in COVID because I was still working. I was considered an essential employee. Yeah. But bullshit, essential, <laughs> essential, my ass. Like, where is my extra pay? People are getting more than I was on their fucking unemployment. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, I. Th- <laughs> yeah, not that I no. hate them. You know, I'm not angry at them. I just want time off. I want to work from home like everybody else got. All I want is what I. <laughs> I want that. What is it? The quarantine pay. I want oh, COVID pay. For real. It was, no, it was ridiculous. It, it sucked, you know. I was essential too, you know. Didn't have a, didn't. We struggled together, <laughs> yeah. bro. It was wild. It, well, it wasn't like it sucked because it's like I didn't struggle financially. It was, it was, it was a good year. I couldn't complain. It's I been got good. a lot of overtime. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. No, yeah. exactly. But it just sucked because it's like everybody was. It's like everybody during that time was all locked down, and that's all you ever heard was. And that's all people were talking about. Oh, I'm going crazy inside my house. Fucking hell, I'm still going to work every day. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I have a lot of people too. Like, people were like, "Oh, you should be happy you have a job." But then I was, I was also watching people who were getting unemployment that were getting more than they were making at their job, and were doing stuff that they wanted to do. They were falling in love with themselves all over again. And you know, I, I, I give props to those people. Like, I'm glad that they got to find themselves and do that type of stuff. But you know, I wish I got to do that too. You know, like I wish I got a yeah. garden and figure out my hobbies, sew and crochet and all all that but i didn't get that time i didn't get that time no all no all i did was all i did was just work that's all and it's like because it's like i couldn't even do anything you couldn't do anything couldn't go out you know couldn't yeah you worked and then just came home and just sat in your living room like down and then you can't date or nothing because all the bars are closed so it's like your options is literally just like finding a hobby and even then like i worked overtime so i was exhausted yeah and i mean i didn't get to go out to all the concerts and all that was closed so i mean it's like i could go out and meet people i mean i don't know i kind of heard people were still kind of out you know out still doing the (laughs) i guess you had to be really committed i guess that's how you kind of find found out who was more committed to the game than (laughs) than than others where it's like they were still out like i had i heard these like I had a buddy that was like, he was like, oh yeah, I'm still going out. I'm still, still out there. Like, oh, I'm going to this chick's house. I'm going to her house. I'm like, damn, I guess that just showed true commitment that even right in the midst of the pandemic, you know, you go out there, you're still going to score, you know? Yeah. Well, people, I mean, at first people were like, how dangerous is this? You know, how a lot of people were scared and a lot of people didn't care. I mean, it's the same now. A lot of people are still scared because of these new variants going around. And then other people, they're like, oh, I'm vaccinated. Fuck it. And, you know, look at all these people going to festivals. They're still going. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of like, I feel like it's been tapering off, I guess. With like, so people are just like, ah, fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, yeah, look, people are just tired of it. They're, you know, kind of the fuck it attitude. Yeah, like, ah, you know, it's time to time to get loose, time to... And that's why all I mean, there are all these you see, you know, all these raves and these concerts are getting sold out like like that. People yeah. are people are ready. People are just sick of it. There, they just want to get out there and live life again. They just, they just want to go back to normal, and that's what we all want. We I all... mean, a lot of people want us to go back to the original way, but we're never gonna go back to the original I, way. I don't you know? think we are. I really don't. And like I like we're, I know you know we were talking about online dating how it's changed, and I don't think it's gonna go back to normal either. Yeah. I think it's it's like the it's gonna stay this way. I feel at least for a while because well, I mean, it's the... like people spend a lot of time not interacting with people, so it's like they're trying to. I think right now we're kind of seeing them slowly kind of put themselves out there a little bit. Yeah, but not not I in. Mean, time change everything, though. I'm pretty sure after the Great Depression, not everybody went back to normal. You know, in any big thing where people had died those tragedies 9-11 you know we didn't just oh this happened and then the next day oh we're gonna forget about it you know it's it changes and that culture changes you it changes the society and then you move forward with a different type of living you know we as humans we adapt so after we got hit with covid you know i don't think it'll ever be normal again it's different and i see a lot of people coming out you know more with their sexuality as well like a lot of people are looking into poly relationships (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a different it's a whole different experience and it's it's changing the world is constantly changing and growing 
Oh yeah, get into that's what we're all looking for polyamorous relationships right so that's what we're all looking for just one big old open relationship <sighs> just a fuck fest big old fuck fest i don't know i can't do that though i don't think i could i could never do a polyamorous yeah. relationship you know a lot of the times i meet people in in poly relationships at least one of them is like and eh, not really my choice but i love my partner so i'm gonna do it which is which is really funny to me because i'm like I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm glad that you compromise, but for me, like, I want to be selfish in my relationship. There's, there's no way I'm doing that. Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like you can't, you can't be one-sided. I think you kind of have to both agree. Just like, I feel like that's a big decision. It's like when those, those big decisions you got to make as a, as a couple. Right. I feel like that's one of them. (laughs) It's not like, oh, you know, it's, it's not. Oh, what side of the bed do you like? It's not a small decision. Yeah, it's really not. But they treat it like that. Every time you hear it, they're like, it's like oh, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Saying, I had a conversation with somebody, you know, <laughs> they were in a poly relationship and, you know, they were like, I don't want any more kids. I'm not moving forward with that. Like, I have two kids. That's enough. And I was like, and this was a male. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, you and your wife are poly. You know, I understand you guys are dating other people, getting these emotional connections. Um, and I said, so what happens if your wife gets pregnant? I say, at that point. Do you stay with her? Do you help support that kid? And he said, well, I'm not comfortable with that. And I was like, well, that's a conversation that you need to have in that type of relationship. Oh, shit, yeah. Because if that does happen, <laughs> then what? What are you going to do? Just you leave your wife? Like you gave her permission to sleep with other people and now you're mad because an outcome that is actually very common, if we haven't noticed, um, happened. You yeah. know, like... So, Those oh, are the consequences of having sex. Surprise! I'm pregnant, and even more bigger surprise. It's actually not yours. It's my side. It's or my I other side piece. I don't even know piece. which one it is. Yeah. you know, like I don't know who the dad is. So now you <laughs> both gotta wait until you get the DNA test, and then yeah, you know, like you're you're breaking up a marriage, even though you both agreed that this wasn't gonna break up your marriage. You can't break what's open right you can't break what's open so i mean i'd say you're not breaking up because it's you can't break what's already open that's our kid now like that's all of ours that's what i would say as the woman you know you you gave me this permission you should have been okay with the consequences yeah you know what that reminds me of this uh it was like a video or something i saw it was like a short little documentary it it was about a a polyamorous relationship Mm -hmm. it was this one it was this one lady this one lady and she had like four boyfriends and they all lived together. Oh, damn. Yeah. This was crazy. She was, I got to give her, she was straight up pimping these dudes. Like, it was the reverse role. Like, she had four dudes. And they all they all lived in the same household. It was wild. And <laughs> I was just like, and they were, they're sitting there explaining this. They're like, oh, well, you know, how do you make this work? She's like, oh, well, you know, I just, I take turns, you know. They each take turns in my bed, pretty much every night. It's a rotation, bro. I hear, I hear the those men. What is it? <coughs> Not polygamous. Yeah, polygamy relationships. I hear men say that all the time. Like, oh, this is my Monday wife, my Tuesday wife. My, I'm like, every time I see these shows and they do something like that. I'm like, fuck no. Like, I, I'm so selfish and I cannot share somebody that I would be like, mm, I'm every night, bitch. Like, I don't care. Like, you're having dinner with me. You're going to sleep in my bed. These these bitches can go find their side pieces because yeah. I know. See, like, as a guy, this is why I wouldn't do it. Look, I've, I've been around and I've learned that it would be exhausting. I'd be tired. Mm-hmm. I could not do have to. 
what those, is enough? Those women fight amongst each other too. Like they have drama. Like yeah. I've watched these polygamy shows oh, yeah. where they're like, oh yeah, we have disagreements. And then all of their children are related, you know, like they're all half brothers and half sisters. Yeah. And it's like, they're going to grow up with that. And it's like, at this point, you've got like 20 half brothers and half sisters, which is cool because you have a big family. And you live big with families like four will moms. support you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, damn, like, I don't know. For me, because I was born into a traditional home, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And I, I'm not bunking anything that, you know, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand how people do it. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't understand it either. I mean, like if it works, it works. I mean, I kind of, I'm just saying from what I've seen, though, it doesn't work. It, and that, but I guess that's because it's usually one sided. But not going to be relationships don't work either sometimes. So it's yeah. like a, we're all failing out here. It don't yeah. fucking matter. It we, doesn't matter. We're all we're all out here. None of us sandwich. know the fucking book of secrets. You yeah, know, the, the whole we the, can't the secrets of out. marriage and, and relationships. <laughs> Yeah, no, I couldn't do it though. That'd be exhausting to to try and have. Because look, you got you got to keep both of them happy. You're gonna have to keep both of them mm-hmm. happy. And both of them and live differently. Yeah, exactly. Look, the odds are they're gonna live differently. You're gonna you're, you don't pick. This is another thing too, like with the whole sister wives and all those shows. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy, all these women are not the same. Like they don't have the same interests. He picks that one. You know, it's like he picks one. She loves that, football. You know, yeah, she loves football. This but one then, loves gardening. Yeah. He kind of, it's like you pick, you naturally pick, you don't pick the same one. Because if you did, if you just wanted that same one, you would just keep that one. You yeah. would just stay with that one. It's, it's, yeah, it's based on like different personalities. This girl's fun and spunky because I need this on some days. And yeah. this girl is like depressing and sad and she likes to talk about emotional stuff. It's, yeah. it's so you can get different personalities and different women, which I don't understand because I feel like that's not accepting someone for who they fully are. You know, like, oh, you're having a bad day today. I'm going to go hang out with my fun, spunky girlfriend. You know, and I, I've known, you know, uh, polyamorous people who are like that you know oh well when my girlfriend's having a bad day i go to my other girlfriend and it's like well isn't that what you're there for the emotional support like isn't that what a a boyfriend you know going into a husband is supposed to be supportive and caring and you're just gonna leave her because today you're not feeling it so you're gonna go see your other girlfriend sexual desires you know even that (laughs) i've heard guys are like ah well this girl won't give me none so if i go to the other one i'm bound to get some you know it's like (laughs) I know it's like he's the coach of a basketball team. He's he's subbing. He's taking. All right, hit the showers. You're done. All right, right. It was, yeah. I'm gonna take this one. <laughs> no, yeah. it, but I mean, I've seen it go the other way around too. It's like when it, women do it. Yeah, women do it too. It's like who's who's the dominant one in the relationship? Because that's usually the one who's gonna have all the. You know, they're going to have all the, the side pieces pretty much. Well, I feel like usually the one, you know, and I've, I've had conversations with people who are in poly where they're like, yeah, other people make poly look bad because you're not supposed to be having such an open sexual, com- you know, connection with multiple people, which is like what I see these poly people that are like having sex with everybody. And they're like, well, I'm in an open relationship, so it's okay. But it's like, I thought it was more in depth to that. It was more of like an emotional connection. When you make that emotional connection with somebody, then that's when you invest into a relationship with them. You know, like you're not just sleeping with them. You're actually taking the time to get to know this one person like you would in a monogamous relationship. But now you have two rather than just one. You know what I mean? 
that's a lot of that's a lot of like uh a lot of baggage and shit to unpack because i mean you gotta you gotta learn you gotta like you said you gotta connect with that person yeah. and that 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 involves fucking going through all their emotional shit all that stuff yeah to make sure that you guys are like compatible in that way where you can have an emotional connection people confuse an emotional connection with attention you know like oh i like this attention but they don't have an actual emotional connection they don't meet on standards of like oh yeah we we share the same trauma the same emotional values even you know religious political values stuff like that people they're just they're yeah, well, people lie about that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, people do lie about that a lot. You know, people lie about the type of people they are all the time as well. So it's like, yeah, you have to build a foundation. How do you build a foundation with more people? You know, like me and my husband, we're still building our foundation. It's pretty solid. I trust him. He trusts me. Like we yeah. we know what we need in our relationship, but we're still learning how to exactly give that to each other in our relationship and we've been together for two years now. Like Yeah, you guys have I mean you've really gone through a lot a of lot shit. A lot of work. <laughs> yeah. It's still a lot of like me and my husband will never be you know, like Perfect. done. We yeah. will never be done figuring out how to treat each other because people are constantly changing too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, people are. No, you're we're not the all... same. You're not the same Pablo you were, you nope. know, three years ago. So. No. No. I just what got... you liked maybe you liked back rug back then, now you like foot rubs. My... <laughs> Lick my toe, bitch. bitch. Like No, no, I don't like toes. Just gonna keep that out there. Don't well, like toes. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. That could change, you know. You like, could, I mean, you yeah, could, could find a woman that has some beautiful toes and you're like, damn girl, damn. like you changed my view on toes, whatever. It be. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a girl who can change the way I see toes. <laughs> That's going to be right I've there. I've seen some girls who take care of their feet, and, you know, I have seen some girls that don't, so. Oh, have you ever, like, seen, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, I've seen girls with some weird toes. I think that's what it is, too. You know, honestly, I'm not even going to talk about people's toes. My husband has some weird toes. I just think toes are weird in general. I just That's what I think. Feet are weird. Yeah. You know? And it's funny, too, that they're, they keep you balanced. You know, these little things that, are, that make you walk. They're, they're like the balance to your body. If you didn't have feet, you would just fall over. <laughs> I mean, obviously, because you can't stand. But imagine, you know, people walk on stub legs. So it's not like you can't do it. It's not like it's impossible, but... You just stand on your stubs. <laughs> just, yeah, like a fucking wooden wooden stubs just walking around. Yeah, yeah. Well, I... Yeah, that's where all... I'm just looking for a girl that's going to change change my way, my view on, on feet. That's what, I, that's what I'm looking for. It's, that's... <laughs> that's not the only quality you're looking for. There's more. No, I yeah. you got to be... No, no, I mean, I... I... There's nothing perfect, though. You know, there's not perfect out there. It's every relationship is work. It's ridiculous. Well, yeah, I think all relationships are work. That's why. That's why I don't. That's why I'm not in one. Yeah, it's too much work. It's, it's a lot of work. Family, you can like family, friend, anything. You have a relationship with, like me. No, you yeah, have it's a work. relationship. You know, like no, yeah, I mean, we they... have to work at our friendship. You know, I can't go around just punching you in the face every time you make me mad. <laughs> we wouldn't be friends. No. <laughs> I had a friend.
friend that used to punch me all the time in the arms and legs and stuff. And I, I stayed friends with her because I was okay with it, you know? Like, I was like, but other people have been like, why are you fucking hitting me? Like, why do you keep hitting me? Me and her used to hit each other and leave bruises all over each Straight other, Straight you know? fight each other. Like, bro, we used to get drunk and just do stupid shit. Like, just fucking stupid shit. <laughs> So I'm a little embarrassed of some of the shit that I did when I was drunk, but ah, well, you, I mean, nobody Everybody, does. Yeah. Nobody does smart shit when they're drunk. I really don't. Nobody does smart shit when they're drunk, especially when you have that one friend that likes to like. It's like they're, they're like they like to egg you on. They're just like encourage That's, you. That she was my hype man, yeah. bro. Like she would just tell me like, "Oh, you're drunk. Go do this." And I'm like, yeah. ah, "I don't know." She's like, "No, just go do it." I'm like, "All right, let's do it." Let's, you know, she'd be like, "Yeah, we could do it." And then we just do stupid shit together. And it, it was the best. You know, it was definitely a great experience. But relationships are work. <laughs> Took a toll on my body, bro. Wake up with bruises, fat ass bruises. I'm like, how the fuck did I get this shit? <laughs> Fucking hurt in the next day. You know, it's funny. I had a friend, like, when he would get drunk, it was like he, he would get this confidence. And I think that that's why he would drink before he would talk to chicks at the bar or whatever. He would get absolutely fucking drunk. And that would be, like, enough for him to go and talk. But it's funny because he got this insane confidence. Like, he would tell me what he was going to say. And he'd be like, all right, this is what I'm going to say. It's going to fucking kill it. You watch. Just watch. <laughs> go in there. And it bombs. <laughs> he would bomb every time. <laughs> I still didn't learn. Still didn't fucking learn, huh? No. Well, I, you know what I did? I, it's like I couldn't tell him at the time because you're drunk. But it's like... <laughs> It's like you're already going in to fail when you're drunk. You're already going in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes, sometimes there would be times where I was drunk and I would do stuff and I'd be like, yeah, nailed it. You know, like I jumped a few fucking fences, ran from the cops a few times, got stuck on a fence before on my pants, like (laughs) memories, beer, I'm beer, alcohol, drinking. It definitely creates some memories, some good ones and some some not so fucking good ones. Yeah, that's funny. I did the same thing too, except it was my chain. I jumped off the fence and it got caught and it kind of choked me. (laughs) Bro, I got a wedgie from jumping a fence, got stuck on it, fucking, (sighs) you know, All right, well, that's going to be about all we have for today. I think that's what? That's it? Yeah, that's, it? that's, that's pretty it. much yeah, we'll it. it. Happy late better. Valentine's Day, everybody. Yep. I hope you had a good one. Stay safe out there in that COVID. Then variants are taking people out still. Oh, yeah, and get ready for what? The next, because well, what's the next holiday now that they have now? What are I this? can what only is think the... of Easter. My daughter's oh, yeah, been talking about is, Easter. Huh? Well, well St. Like, Patty's, we got March. March coming up. But that's up. an adult holiday, though. It's usually, like, you don't sell it. I'm just saying, like, what do they sell at the grocery, at the stores now after that? Because you know how they, they, they flip the aisles for Easter. every holiday. It's yeah, Target Easter, huh? is all set up for it's Easter. It's all set up for Easter, huh? That well, godly day. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to make my uh, yearly pilgrimage to church, you I'm know. I'm burn it down. <laughs> Hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> all right, well. No. All right, well, that's, uh, that's going to be the end of it, and, uh. This is uh, Pablo, Sadie. And we out. We out. Peace.